better America. You will leave feeling a message of hope full of inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference. Because you can't. When you build an organization that's funded with grassroots warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment. We're competing with these self-funders. And they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. I'm sorry for the unannounced live, but we have a very, very huge lineup this week of a lot of people coming on the platforms. Um, and I just saw that some news broke. This was talked about a couple of days ago, but it's starting to really go viral. So I wanted to give you guys a lot of information of what's going on with that is when we have these transgender males playing in these women's sports. We all knew this was going to happen, but people are getting hurt. Okay. And so I'm going to show you a clip of a biological man. I'll call him Rambo bringing a nuke down on this poor young lady's head, which caused her obviously head and neck injuries. I don't know if she got a concussion. I'm assuming that she's gotten a concussion and we're going to analyze that here in a second. So let me bring this on for you all to see. It's a little grainy because um, somebody obviously took a screen recording of a TV because you can't find this video now because they are removing it. Okay, so here it is. So again, you know, even though it's blurry, grainy, you can't really see a lot of detail, you can see what happened. Basically, a transgender male went up for a spike and brought a nuke down on this young lady's head, causing injury. Okay, and so this is this is getting way out of control. This is getting way out of hand. And again, we are making policies to basically say to a very, very, very small percent of the population um, that we're going to do everything we can so they feel included. Even if it goes out of the realm of common sense, we're still going to make sure that you feel included and that you feel warm and fuzzy, even though it's going to endanger other kids. It's going to make other kids feel uncomfortable when we have transgender males using uh, women's bathrooms, right, in schools, which I'm going to talk about here in a second because it, people have said time and time again, well, that's not happening in Michigan. Yes, it is. It is. And it's happening all throughout the country, folks. And I'm going to bring on a mom who's doing a ride-in school board Um for her election in Reed City because they're fighting this right now with a transgender male using women's bathrooms in that school. And so it is happening. And if you don't stand up against this hot garbage, it's going to continue to take ground and it's going to be too late to stand up when, when this gets in full circle. So again, common sense. So I want to ask, and let's just break this down. If I had a child who was transgender and my child who comes from I really, truly believe really good stock from him and his mom. Jen was a former Division One volleyball all-conference. I was a former Division One football player all-conference, and we made two wonderful sons. And if one of my sons, who I really feel is a pedigree, said, hey, dad, I'm a woman, 
I would support that. I said, okay, are you sure? We'd obviously go through all the, the help and everything else to make sure that's exactly what he feels. And we'd go through all the therapy sessions and we would find out whether that's true or not, or this is a phase, yada, yada, yada. But at one point in that kind of journey of self-discovery for my son, if he came and said, hey, dad, I, I want to play a woman's sport. I want to play women's lacrosse or women's basketball, or women's volleyball. Or, hey, I, I want to go and play, you know, women's football, right? Powder puff football. I would sit him down and say, no, you are not. See, that's what responsible parents do because I'm not going to allow my son, who comes from Division One parents, play in a sport where he is biologically superior than all the other athletes and he could do harm. See, that's to me is just common sense. Yeah, I get it. Your child may be transgender, may be going through some issues. I totally understand that. I support your journey. I will give you nothing but love and compassion. But when you think it's okay as a parent to say, oh, I'm going to let my biological male compete in biological women's sports because it's going to make him feel good. He's going to feel included. That's where you're a clown show. You have to stop this as a parent. That's number one. It's the parent's responsibility to have some gosh darn common sense. And yeah, it may hurt your son or daughter's feelings, right? But I don't care. It's about people's health, all right? Again, we're making decisions for a very, very, very small percentage of the population, and it's affecting all of us now, okay? So that's step one, is parents, get off your asses and do what's right. Number two, the school administration, the superintendents, the administration of the schools, why aren't you standing up against this garbage? I don't care for all the rules that I've just listed. You should not be having biological men compete in biological women's sports. It should not happen because it is a safety issue. Number one, the poor young lady who just had a nuke dropped on her head by this transgender male in competition. We don't know if there's going to be long lasting um, effects of this. We're finding all kinds of things out now with, with post-concussion syndrome, with head injuries and everything else. You have probably, maybe, possibly just permanently damaged this child's brain. Why does she deserve that, right? So the school administration who they say, hey, we want to help everybody and we want to love everybody. I get all that. But again, don't allow your policies that are going to affect everyone endanger children's health. Common sense. So any school administrator that's allowing this to happen, you should be fired on the spot or you should do what is right and you should resign. That's what you should do. The athletic department, same thing. You should refuse. You should refuse if you are going to play another school that has a biological man competing, do what's right, get off your ass, stand up and say, nope, we are not playing that school. If enough schools do this, we will end this insanity. It's that easy. And the school boards, <laughs> the school boards. That's why, as you have been watching on my platforms, there's a lot going on, but I have been trying to do everything that I can to make an impact. And that is to bring these people who are fighting these school boards to get the right representation back on these school boards. And I'm trying to highlight them. That's what my kind of role is right now. Because I see people like, where are you at? What are you doing? I'm trying to do everything I can to give these folks a platform so we can take back our school boards. Because if there's any school board members that are allowing this to take place, you should resign effectively immediately. Immediately. 
in the communities that are allowing these school board members to make these decisions, you need to stand up and you need to fire their asses. As you can see, I'm ticked off. I'm, I am beyond allowing these people to continue to go down this road that's going to endanger more kids' lives. It's just insane, folks. We shouldn't even be having this conversation. We shouldn't be having this conversation right now. We should be talking about math and reading and science and how little Billy and little Susie, what they're doing in school. We should not be fighting these school boards and these schools about sexual and gender theory, about teaching CRT and all this other hot garbage that they're trying to indoctrinate our kids with. It's insane. We're drawing the line and we're taking back lost ground now. We are going to take back our school system. So again, I'm going to show you the nuke that was dropped on this poor lady's head. Concern over player safety leads to a major cancellation in one district's fall sports season. Good evening, I'm Latricia Thomas. And I'm Haley Rader. Cherokee County School Board says those safety concerns led them to cancel all high school volleyball games against a certain school. And it's leading to a lot of questions from community members. Jordan Karnback breaks down what we've learned about this move. This video from Max Preps shows the volleyball matchup between Hiwassi Dam versus Highlands High. Cherokee County School Board member Arnold Matthews says the forceful hit of a spiked ball left one Hawassi volleyball player with neck and head injuries. Matthews says the Cherokee County Board of Education stepped in and voted to cancel the games of all the county high schools, Murphy, Andrews, and Hawassi, against Highlands because of, quote, safety concerns. The board never specified what those concerns were. We came here to the Cherokee County School Board for a scheduled interview with the superintendent, but someone walked out and handed us this statement. Later, the superintendent came back out and told us this. Primary in our concern is just the health of the student who is injured and the uh, emotional uh, responses of the teams who are not getting to play and, and all the teams, uh, in, including Highlands. She wouldn't give us more details. In Cherokee County, residents have strong opinions about the cancellation. Canceling all the events for one for one incident that it's just not right. It's not right. There's risking there's risking getting out of bed in the morning. There's risking going you know crossing the street, going to the store. I'm sure, the teammate that did get hurt wants him to go out there and fight for it, right? Exactly. That's what we do. Reporting in Cherokee County, Jordan Karnback, News Channel Nine. A spokesperson for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association says each school system can determine whether they play another team, but that the association says they would prefer schools and teams play all of their scheduled games. Again, even the, the interview of the, the married couple, like, hey, it's just one incident. No, we should all just allow this to happen. No, stand up. The school districts who are standing up and saying we're not playing you anymore are doing what's right. They're trying to protect their young athletes from unfair advantage of and possibly not only that, but getting hurt just like this young woman did. And it's it's unacceptable. 
Um, it should not be happening. Again, I don't even know why we're having this conversation, but I'm going to bring light to the situation any way that I can. And again, uh, look, and, and I get, and I always try to look at the other side. I always try to see what the other side says and what they're thinking is. And I, I get their, their kind of um, intent with trying to make sure that all these kids are included. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And they're trying to sh- cut down the, uh, the the high suicide rate with transgender kids and adults. I agree with that. But when you're allowing your policies to endanger other students, that's where I have a problem with. Yes, you get all these kids who have in these struggles, psychological help, have them talk to the right people, get their parents and don't keep it away from the parents. Okay, that is another thing that's happening right now is they're trying to hide this stuff from the parents without parental consent. No, you get everybody involved into a room and you talk it out and you continue to talk it out and you get that child the help that they need so they don't go down that that evil road of suicide, right? Which is horrible on everyone that's involved. So again, do the common sense things. You don't have to bully these kids because I'm against bullying. If my kids have ever bullied um, or if they ever bully somebody who is homosexual or transgender or somebody from another race or anybody, period, they're going to have to come home and deal with that because my children better never, ever do that. And if they do, they will do it once and the punishment will be so severe that they'll never even think about doing that again. That is what's called responsible parenting. I despise bullies. I was bullied growing up. I know how those kids feel. I'm feeling every single day in between class that you're running for your life. You're trying to hide just so you don't get bullied. I get all that. It's horrible. That's why I'm against bullying. You should always support one another. You should love one another. But again, you don't just start to put policies in there that are going to endanger other kids, that are going to make other kids feel uncomfortable, the majority of them, especially with the young woman that I'm bringing on my platforms tomorrow for a live. She's doing a write-in campaign for her school board because there is a transgender male using women's bathrooms in Reed City right now. And I, that's just starting to come out. It's starting to be circulated. So I'm going to bring light to the situation so these parents have a voice that they can go into the school board and feel empowered that there's a lot of people behind them just like we did with the Dearborn community and everything that we gave on that platform with last week, which got national attention, folks. That is going to be my role. Fox News contacted me to find out if I knew one of the parents that they could bring on the show. And that was Stephanie Butler. And that next morning, she was on Fox News in the morning. So that is the power of our platforms. And that's what I'm trying to do is when the corporate media tries to kind of shun these types of stories and not report them, I'm going to do everything in my power to bring you up-to-date, accurate, and truthful information so we can be empowered with our decision-making moving forward. And that's how we make the greatest impact. That's how big our movement is getting. And I will continue to grow my platform so we can continue to have that power and have that influence to just bring common sense solutions to this thing. That is going to be my role here over the next at least several months. Okay, let go, let God, as we say. So I just want to get on here and bring that to your attention today as we continue to push this narrative and fight back against this hot garbage. But tomorrow, Melissa Emmons, Reed City, talk about the transgender child in the bathroom. Um, Nelda Muniz. Um, is going to be on the platforms on Wednesday. She's been fighting the school boards in Illinois. Um, she's been nonstop with the, the the books and everything else they've been putting in the libraries. And the Rochelle Lentz and Michael Thorpe for Greenville Public Schools will be on Thursday. So we have a huge lineup this week. So we are going to be very busy. So tune in, continue to share, continue to take back lost ground because the red tsunami is upon us. Get your boat. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. 
Have a wonderful fall Saturday. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.